All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as king should. It's your boy, CEO Hayes, on the ones and twos this morning. This day, it's not morning. Whatever. You guys know. You'll figure it out. Nonetheless, we got my brothers in the building. What's going on, Ralph and Johnny? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling, man? Man, I'm good. I'm on vacation, but you know, I can't leave the people without me. <laughs> oh man, not even not, I mean, you've been on vacation. We all gonna be in the same place this weekend or next weekend. Crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Live show coming soon. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for this live show. I hope everybody got their tickets. That's all I got to say. I can't I can't wait to people show up at the door. I'm it's gonna be so happy to be for me to be able to tell somebody it's gonna be twenty dollars. Cause they don't have they t- <laughs> <laughs> I've been sliding people like the link, like hitting people DMs, text messages. Look, hey, what's good? Come through, ten dollars. I'm trying to get you to buy it now. Right. I, I updated tax, taxing later. I updated the Eventbrite image to make sure that King Skrilla and, and James Biko's images are there, so they know who they yeah. coming. I'm telling you, if y'all y'all gonna miss a show, or if y'all show up late. I'm going to be smiling when I say it's $20. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to take a picture of you. I'm going to be like, don't be like this fool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, gentlemen, man, it's been a busy week in music. We've got a couple of things to talk about. But before we get into the topics, man, that we we have to, Black Panther, the soundtrack is, I'm not, sorry, not Black Panther, Luke Cage, the soundtrack is amazing. You guys should download yes. it if you haven't. If, even if you haven't, wa- if you don't watch the show, the soundtrack to season two of Black Panther is in my top Luke five albums so far of the year. You mean Luke Cage? Luke Cage. I keep saying Black Panther wrong. Wrong black superhero. Between Luke Cage, Black Lightning, and uh, Black Panther, we, we've had a, a nice a nice run of black superheroes. Uh, Spider Man's coming soon, but uh, yeah, the Luke Cage season two soundtrack is amazing. Oh yeah, it's definitely fire. Like it's a lot of you know of everything. You gotta like everything to listen right. to this. I haven't heard it yet, so I'm definitely going to check it out. Oh, you're going to love it. Rakim yeah. and KRS-One have new tracks on there. Like, Really? Yes. yes. Uh, and speaking of old rappers, I know all of us haven't seen it yet, but Big Daddy Kane's freestyle, I just want to mention, man, this man still got bars. I'm waiting on the album officially. I need that out. <laughs> hey, man, everybody else coming back dropping albums. Why not? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I, I want to slide this in there. Freeway dropped the album. Y'all sleeping, bro? Freeway. You think it's 2003? <laughs> you Listen, think it's 2003? So after <laughs> after you put it in our group chat that you put it up there with J Rock, you know I I downloaded it right like right after yeah. you sent that the fire emojis. Yeah. And so I'm about four tracks in, and I can't argue with you. Like I, I and I hate and I hate it. I went I went in on my Johnny mode. I'm like I'm gonna tear this shit down. I can't wait to tear this shit down. Four tracks in, I'm like, damn, this shit is good. Like they went back in time and they got Freeway yeah. and they pulled him. The the features too, like Little Wayne. Like I'm like, is this Wheezy? Like not Little Wayne, Wheezy. Little Uzi Vert on is a feature hey, on his album. Hey, that shit go hard too. <laughs> No, nah, I'm, I'm about to download it right now. <laughs> but no, though, bro, you think you you think that man hopped into a t- like a freezer, like a you know a time machine or something? But no, it, it is, goes. Is he looking for? Isn't he like supposed to get surgery or something? Is he looking for like a well, donor? I'm, I'm I'm not sure. Like you know, he he definitely addressed the, you know him going through dialysis and all that on the album. But I'm not sure about you know his health status currently. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna ahead, check man. it out. 
I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, the, the boy is rapping. Like I, it, sometimes you gotta go through something maybe to to refine yourself because like four tracks in, not a single flaw. Like it's well, let me not say not a single flaw because I've had a problem with a couple of the hooks. But as far as like overall, the 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 tracks it's themselves, happening. yeah, yeah, the bar the bars can't be denied. Like and like the, and the beats. Oh my, the production. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this, this is this has been a dope year of just music and projects like the Black Thought thing on the side, um, this freeway thing. It, it's, uh, it's I'm not sure year, if you guys man. are uh, listening to Freddie Gibbs either. Uh, Ten yes. tracks, twenty five minutes. Yes. Uh, uh, we just praised J Rock for the street rap, so you got to listen to Freddie Gibbs too. You got to listen to Freddie Gibbs. It's only twenty five minutes. Like it's right. only twenty five. That's a ride to work. The only thing is, it's just. The album cover threw me because he went throwback for the uh, the cover. It's yeah. Teddy Pendergrass, like that's the Teddy P album cover. I was like, oh wow, okay, Freddie, but dope, <laughs> dope music. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the music so far in 2018, man. And we'll talk about what's coming and what's came. But before that, we have to get into Meek Mill's debuted a new track at the BET Awards. Stay woke. Uh, we scream Black Lives Matter, but we still towing ladders. Watching our own brothers trying to get at us. Dreams get shattered when a scene full of crackers and they charge you with some shit you ain't do. You like what happened? We go get lawyers, say shit, we don't know how to talk. They taught us to hate each other before we learn how to walk. Mama taught you how to fight, fight, before she taught you how to write, write. And daddy locked down in the cell, can't kiss you night, night. Monsters under the bed, every night feel like a fright night. Coke fumes in the air, mama holding on that pipe tight and you catch a contact. But never mind that, in the world where black is wrong and white, right? It's like a combat, we go to war for our freedom. They say we equal, I used to want to play like Randall and be an eagle. I used to play the quarterback, my dog would go receiver. That was to the ball, got flat by a dope needle on the pavement. It's amazing, this environment we was raised in. On them papers, one mistake and I'm getting caged in. You gotta feel me. Feel like the system trying to kill me. Got arrested and the charges have won. For popping with the state Him and Miguel, how we feeling about this track, fellas? <sighs> I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy uh, Introspective Meek, which... Meek has always kind of had this level of, you know, him as an artist anyway, if you listen to his music. So him going this route after being incarcerated, not, you know, not surprising. It's a good song. That's all I got. Is the song out, like, on streaming services? Yeah, it's on Apple Music. Okay, because I haven't heard it yet. Johnny's been uh, surfing. I did post a picture in our group chat of Johnny on, on the beach. Hey, but, uh, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I am cur- I am literally currently on vacation right now. So I caught I saw some of the BET awards, but I went like deep into it. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm kind of everywhere. So forgive nah. me. Oh no, you good, man. We 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 definitely we know how it is, man. But uh. I, I'm feeling the song. I'm feeling the lyrics. I'm, I'm I'm feeling his flow. Like, and I'm not. I have never been the biggest Meek Mills fans. There have been Meek Mills tracks that I've loved, but as far as like overall, I wouldn't say I've been just a fan of his. Um, but if him going through this, it, it and like you said, he's always been a little intro, introspective. He's always had lyrics. Um, but I'm enjoying this level of artistry out of him. Are we? Yes. And so you know, we also we always have to go to the Twitter responses, man. So. <laughs> There was a couple of Twitter responses that they're comparing this to Tupac coming out of jail when he signed to death row. And ha- okay, we're not we're not gonna buy into that at all. I knew we weren't, <laughs> but I have to mention it. Like the fact that people are like, why does everything go back to Tupac? First, it was XX that they wanted to compare to Tupac, and now Meek drops a new song. And they want to let's stop comparing people to Tupac. But for this song, 
I like this, and I can't wait to. I, now I'm excited for the Meek project. I wasn't before. If he drops another track like this, I, I'll definitely be anticipating the, the album a little more. Yeah, facts, because I think his last album was kind of like I. So he, 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 I think he needs it. He needs a, a classic under his belt because he doesn't have one. Yeah, and classic albums we'll talk about a little a little bit later. I'm sure we're bound to piss a couple of people off, but uh, yeah. So Johnny, as far as like Meek Project, the next Meek Project, are you more excited for it? I'm gonna say no, but what I am anticipating is a more mature Meek Mill rapper. Like, you know, the whole street shit. I get, you know, that's your thing, but I'm looking for a more introspective Meek on this upcoming album because the last album didn't really didn't really do it for me. It's like he was stuck in limbo between still wanting to be a street rapper and trying to mature more. So I'm thinking this new album will be a much more mature Meek. So hopefully it's better than the last. I feel that. And on this, this Stay Woke track, he does reference the judge. And some news came out, I think just yesterday, that the judge what, denied another appeal or something along those lines. Yeah. So yeah. like... Yeah. That's just frustrating, man. Like, can we they, get this woman off the case, please? Like, it's clear really that she, like, she just wants to have a rapper under her thumb. Like, it's clear. Like, anyone who doesn't understand it is like, come on, man, come on. And what, what, like, why was he in jail in the first place anyway? Like, what was the, the, the main charge? Because he's been on probation for like ten years, right, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I think it was it was violation of his probation parole, or whatever, because he was riding a dirt bike, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that's crazy. A dirt bike, a man can't go exercise, like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, praise goes to the music. I'm in, I enjoy the song. Hopefully, milk gets finds a way out this legal situation let's get that judge off the case man but um speaking of a case we we have a case of someone accusing childish gambino of stealing the song or not stealing outright but i mean the song american pharaoh is i believe the, the name of the song that he's accused of copying for inspiration of this is america i'm young and i'm black in america they try to attack and embarrass us y'all don't want your daughters to marry us but they let us dick so i tear it up got a wedded and mariners half a society scared of us my nigga i'm young with no barriers so if you owe me money just police killed my best friend they shot him dead i do not forgive i we, i played the track for you guys before we started the 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 evidence is damning like <laughs> Down to the beat, the flow, even the ab libs. Like, come on, man. Like, when the ab libs are the same, that's usually a case of 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 something being taken. But I want to point out that the artist of that song did come out and says he doesn't believe that Childish Gambino outright tried to steal the song for whatever that's worth. But who knows? He could have been paid off to say that because it took him a couple of days after this came out for him to come out and say anything. Johnny, come to you first on this one. What do you think about the songs, the similarities, and is this enough? to get Childish Gambino the fuck up out of here. Definitely not enough to get Childish Gambino up out of here. Because, first of all, <laughs> listening to This Is America for the past however few months has been out, the song has grown on me, and I actually think it's a great song. I haven't watched the video again just because I don't like to see people getting shot like that. But the song is great. Now, what, what's the name of the other track? American Pharaoh? American Pharaoh by Jace Harley is the name of the artist. Now, now you played it for me before we recorded. That track is fire. Like <laughs> that shit that shit is hard. I'm going to add that to my rotation. You can definitely hear the similarities. I wouldn't say he outright 
I wouldn't say Childish Gambino outright stole the song, but um, the guy Jason should definitely get like a sampling credit or some shit. Like he needs some type of residual. He's getting paid thing. up. Whether we found out about it or not, I guarantee yeah. you he's getting a check. Yeah. Like I think Childish Gambino just has a wider audience. So therefore, you know, his message got out there. He performed it on SNL and at the same time debuted the video on YouTube. So of course his reach is way <coughs> greater than this Jason guy. But now I, I what I'm hoping is now that this other track is out, people hear it and it catches the steam that this is America did, because that track is hard. That track is real hard. Ralph, what you thinking, fella? Uh it's, it definitely sounds like a reference track. Uh, not to say that it's not, you know, a good song. I mean, good or bad song. But, hey, I think we just being light because we like Childish as a person. But if this was Drake, oh, we'll eat his ass up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, I knew it. Like, I knew it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we just being light on the situation. Because if it was Aubrey, bro, we would have a whole, we had to have a whole, well, like we're doing now, a whole segment. But it's just, uh, But I mean, damn it. Drake. In Drake's case, I feel like Drake would have bit word for word. Yeah. Childish, Childish Gambino's <laughs> verses were like not even still, the same type of cadence, like not the we, same will. We, 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 we making excuses though. Like that's still not a good look though. Like it's still not good. It's still not. Ralph is not here for it. He's like, not just, here for like, it at all. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, the beat, the flow, the cadence, like everything, man. He just switched up some stuff. Uh, it's plagiarism. <laughs> it's plagiarism. Okay, now I, I do want to point out. So, um, Gambino's manager or the producer of the track—I I can't remember which one. I apologize—came out and said that he has the Pro Tool files to show that "This Is America" was recorded three years ago. Okay. The 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 uh, American Pharaoh song, the artist released it in 2016. So, if it's true, I mean. But the thing is, and I've heard people say, well, you know, creative minds think alike, but something to be this similar, like it would be different if it was a hook that was similar or if they used the same sample and kind of came out with the same thing. This, no, like I refuse to, <laughs> somebody heard somebody else's track. I don't yes. care whose it was. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Like, I, like that we can't, de- we can't determine that first, but it's just like whoever heard it first, I mean, whoever, you know, made it first, somebody listened to it. Oh, man. I don't know. Like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and, and look, look, I mean, because we know how the music industry is. Like, let's say somebody in let let's let's I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for Gambino in this case. Um, even though I still think Gambino is the one who who heard the other track first, but nonetheless, um, let let's say somebody in Gambino's camp played the song for the producer of American Pharaoh and was like, "Hey, look, th- this ain't been out yet, man. He may not. Re- I mean, if it's three years old, maybe someone heard it and was like." This may never never come out, and then played it for somebody. That person was like, "You know what? This this may never see the light of day. I'm gonna use this as a little inspiration." <laughs> Man, we don't we don't know we don't know who heard the song first. We don't know who did the song first and who did it second. We don't but we, know, but we can agree that somebody heard the other one's track. Like, there's no way that that did not happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least we can come together on that, man. But <laughs> listeners, let us know how you feel, man. Make sure you go on and check out the American Pharaoh track because it's, it, as Johnny said, it's a dope track. You guys want to hear it, especially if you like This Is America um, or retrospective rap in general. So, yeah, check that out. Um, fellas, the next thing we got to get into, the album's coming out in just a couple of days as of this recording. Drake Scorpion, 
released a teaser. Um, and there's been like posters put up in Toronto with side A, side B. So there's rumors going around. This is going to be a double album, but he says, don't hit them when you hear this, uh, in, in that teaser, what do we think about the teaser? Are we excited for the album at all? Are there going to be bars for Pusha T on this album? Go ahead, Ralph. Cause you like, you busted. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it together. So we're prepared to get stung by this album because his name's Scorpion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who's, who's marketing team signed off on that? <laughs> no. I I don't. I you know I'm gonna listen to the album. I'm you know I like to get these jokes off, but family like Drake. Drake has never been zero dark thirty for this long on social media, especially when he's in quote unquote album mode. I think it's interesting that the whole story of Adidon has like pretty much gave us this window of darkness, and that now he has to say, oh. Look out for me and what I'm doing. Drake don't know about to do that. He's Drake. You know what I'm saying? Honestly. So it's just funny. And then I heard it's supposed to be a double album too. I'm like, like <laughs> it's one one R and B, one uh rap. It's kinda like gonna... Nelly kinda like Nelly sweat and suit, but you know, people don't want to give him credit. Hey. I'll just throwing that out there. Just but we know time. but we know Drake. <laughs> we, you know, we know Drake is a biter. We know who daddy is. Cornell Hayes. You know, it's okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> I'm 100% not excited for this album. First of all, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to <laughs> one album from Drake. I don't want to listen to a double album of Drake, especially since his last joint was More Life, right? Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, I'm gonna listen to it, but I'm not excited. I'm not excited about it. <laughs> I mean, we have to listen to it, but like, the thing is, and here's the thing: if this is a double album. I'm trolling Drake fans so hard that he had two discs and still didn't come out with a disc record. Like I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yo, he gonna sub, he gonna sub the hell out of Pusha T on this album. I don't want to see. That's the thing, though. Like, you can't do. He can't. He has no room to do that anymore. In my opinion, he's gonna do it. I agree with you. But that to me, that just makes you seem like more of a bitch. That you still subbing someone that completely pulled your skirt up. Like, stop subbing. Get in there and fight, boy. I agree, but it's Drake. He he never had this much pressure on him. So I mean, he don't know what to do. Damn man, damn it! Like this is this is hilarious. I <laughs> I I don't know what else to say. Like I'm just you know, if the music's gonna come out, let's come out. But I know he's not gonna respond to push. It. And if he does, if he does, I'm actually kind of ready, like here for that. Like I I would like to. See oh, what I'm happens. here for it. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> here for the beef. Like that's that's not a question at all. I'm. I'm here for it if he does decide to respond because Pusha got something coming. Like, and that's so, the thing is, I think Pusha only needs that window to be cracked open. Like, if Drake just says something as simple as "I'm gonna push you," I think Pusha gonna come out with like haymakers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Johnny. What do so <clears throat> if if Drake responds to Pusha T, what are we expecting from a response? Like, what what do y'all need to hear for this to be a great response from Drake? I don't think Drake's capable of a great response. I get that. Neither do I. <laughs> but if he, if there was a great response from Drake, what do you think it would include? Like, what I, would it have to? What we have to do? I need some unreleased information to come out. Like, I, I, I need, I need pettiness on a high degree. Like, just yeah. flat out. I need paperwork. <laughs> like, I need a lot of stuff. Like, I need, I, I need that type of stuff. Like, yeah. Like, damn, push. Like, what we gonna do, man? How we doing this? Like, that's that's. <laughs> you know, you gotta look at your man's like, man, like, you know, what we doing? How we doing this? Like, 
Because okay, and the thing is, is that the story of Adadon was so jaw dropping. Um, when I first heard it, I need I need the response to be equally jaw dropping. Like you know how when Ether dropped, and people always forget Super Ugly, but when you heard left condoms on your baby seat, you still was like, "Damn, hove." Yeah, damn, man. You know what? Like, I wanted to be like so like disrespectful. I got to pause it and be like, "Whoa, wait a minute, man!" I'm like, this is what we doing? Like, whoa, Aubrey? Like, then hit play again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want to hear that. That's that's what it's going to take <clears throat> for him to even for me to even like consider it a great diss track. Like, it's going to have to be like I'm have to grab my pull my hair like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. Like, I don't think I definitely don't think it's going to happen, but. If 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 the diss tra- if Drake does diss push and it it's not so good that it calls us to call for an emergency episode of the breaks, it's not good enough. Fast, I feel that it probably just be another thing in the news cycle. Like, oh, okay, let's talk about the jab. He too, you know, the slight jab. So, and it's yeah. supposed to come out Friday. It's coming out Friday. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I so- Drake. Drake been on the clock too, so it got to be like super duper hard for me to even want to accept it because he's waited damn near a month yeah wow yeah yes yes wow it has been a month yeah yeah man drake drake has been clearly silent like the dude has not been on social media like before this recent push since the i'm upset video and then he did release something on social media and then this teaser he straight up went radio like and it was smart because if you're not going to respond you want that story of the story of Adidon to completely die off before the release of your album. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tweet through it. You see what Fab did? Fab, like, Fab got accused of, you know, <laughs> all of that, and that man just kept putting on outfits. <laughs> like, Fab didn't care, man. Like, Fab, well, Fab, Fab, Fab literally didn't give a damn. Like, Fab, Fab just kept going. Like, I, 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 seriously, outfits. I, I seriously think if Fab would have been interviewed after that, he would have been like, yeah, I said it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Drake, Drake's, Drake's release, I'm sure, is going to go a lot smoother than our next topic. And that is Tiana, Tiana Taylor dropped Keep the Same Energy. <sighs> well, she did. She It was supposed to drop on Friday. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This album did not drop until like Saturday evening, right? Like it was right. like Saturday afternoon when it dropped. It six, maybe it, was, it felt like it was like five, six. And it's so funny came. because when I finally tweeted out about it on Saturday, which I was packing for my move, when I finally tweeted like, "All right, Kanye, we need to come with the album," someone said it. Like their immediate response, like two minutes later, was it just dropped on Apple Music? I'm like, for real? Yeah, for real, fam. Like, so let's, before we even get into the album itself, let's talk about this failed release. Like, so the, the album release party was, was Friday or Thursday evening and 4 a.m. that following day. So that Friday, Kanye was still on the album at 10 a.m. Kim Kardashian tweeted that Kanye's putting the finishing touches on the album. Still no album until Saturday. Yo, I don't want to ever hear album updates from Kim Kardashian ever again. Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> Never. Why am I? Why do we need to hear about album updates from Kim Kardashian? Hey, it was better than the radio. Like Kanye didn't even have the 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 ball. Like he didn't say anything. It was like y'all gonna get it. So I don't not like he was literally probably working on this the last minute. And just to add some background to it, right before you go, is that 
so there were some samples that didn't get cleared. The album had to be taken down. Now Tiana Taylor is saying that they're going to re-release a finished version of the album this Friday. So come on now, Ralph. What do you what do you think about this album release, man? This has to be one of the most disrespectful ways an artist has ever been treated. Exactly, especially when people were, you know, outside of the Nas release, I think people were really clamoring for Tiana's album because uh, her last album was really, really good. Um, it's it's just unfortunate that it's kind of like somebody being in a bad contract or a bad situation, and you think being signed to Kanye West and on this good music label. You would be able to flourish, but some people just, you know, get the short end of the stick. Listen, <clears throat> okay, at the at the rate Nas and Tiana's albums came out, Kanye would have done better just not saying the dates that those albums were going to release. He should he should have just worked on them how he should have and not put them out until they were one hundred percent complete. I think the with Tiana's rollout, it kind of cheapened the album experience for me. And I'm not even going to lie. Like my first listen through all those songs sounded like B-side tracks. Like they didn't sound like go to album tracks to me. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but it wasn't. I was underwhelmed by that album because I, I, I think I expected much more. <sighs> Yeah, we talked about it. I, I had high hopes for Tiana Taylor's albums. Low Key was one of the ones that I was looking most forward to, um, and it and it didn't deliver on that level. It was o- an okay album, like it was just okay. And mm-hmm. the the rollout is even worse because uh, let's look at it. So Pusha T came out on time. Mm-hmm. Kanye was a little late, just by a couple of hours, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, Kanye I think yeah. was on time too. It was Kid C Ghost that was a little late? That was a little late. Yeah, it a little was. late. Nas was about a day late. Tiana Taylor, about 36 hours late. Right. Yeah. So, like, and the thing is, when when Kanye first announced all these albums, I'm thinking, okay, you have these dates set out so far in advance. I'm thinking to myself, the albums were already done. They were just going to release them Friday after Friday. That would That's what most albums would do. But his need to tinker and work with these albums up until the last minute. I mean, we, we and even with Push, even though Push's album came out, we heard the day before he decided to change the album cover. So is this just a creator being stuck in create mode or is this a bigger problem with Kanye? And is like what Kanye needs some shack. Oh, let me not use the word shackles. That's the wrong thing to use in Kanye right now. He needs, he needs some framework around him. I think like he needs somebody who's going to tell him, him he can't just do whatever the fuck he wants to do. But I, I think it's more like, the creative, the bad side of the creatives, like, you know, being very meticulous, you know, wanting to damn near be a perfectionist. And then you, you know, got all these sample heavy albums, knowing the business side of it too, Kanye. This is your first rodeo. I'm pretty sure it's some fire Kanye beats that haven't been cleared because there have been samples. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So he, he understands that. So why kind of hinder what this artist is going through? Because Tiana should be on like a third or fourth album. I'm not sure where you know where album count is, but you know it should it, it should feel like it should be more. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean this last thing before I talk about the album itself is that <sighs> she retweeted a tweet saying that basically this was not the real version of the album. She was said basically that this is going to lead to her getting off good music, right? Like it, like yeah. it, this is this it is it, it may, and it may it may not turn into a bunch of drama. It may be a quiet 
release or whatever. And next thing we know, she's releasing an album on another another record label. But th- she has she has to go, right? Yeah, she should go to Rock Nation. No, oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Fuck with y'all. Shit, why hey. not just go independent? Then she can release whenever she want to release. That's true. And she she knows the type of music she wants to do, the sound she wants to have. It doesn't have to be Kanye influenced, you know. She could do what she want to do. Mm-hmm. And this and that goes into my critiques of the actual album. I'm talking about the actual album now. This was the one album out of all this release I think would have benefited had Kanye not had a heavy hand in it. I just I don't think I I think he could have maybe executive produced it but i mean as far as like the beat sampling and the music that he chose for her i just personally don't think kanye gets r&b music very well and that's not to take away from how he is overall as a producer but because her voice sounded great on all these tracks that i don't have a single almost a single problem with her but if once you put it with the the beats that she was given it just something didn't fit there but ralph what did you think yeah like um like when I listened to it, it was like there's no really no standout track, so I kind of feel what Johnny was saying with the B side sentiment. But I do enjoy it. Like I don't think the album was bad. Like you know the album's pretty cool. Like at first I was like, why is this Neon Kanye feature on here? I was like, this is not gonna go well. Now to my surprise, this is probably one of the better Kanye verses that he's had. Like just sounding good, you know, because it's. I wouldn't say it, it just kind of gave me a reminiscent of Kanye being on like a R&B song back in the day. Mm-hmm. Just I just Kanye throwing a few bars on there. Nothing special, but just to kind of make the song complete. Um, I mean, hey, man, her voice was amazing. Like at one point, I thought it was Brandy. Like and that's not like a bad thing. Like if you sound like Brandy Norwood, you're doing something good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just me. I, I enjoyed Three Way with uh, Ty Dolla Sign. That's a ratchet, yes. a ratchet, ratchet tale. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> but I mean, overall. Oh, and then the last track, bro. What was like that? That's the, all the way listen, off. Threw me that, all listen, the way off. That, that hey, man, that's gonna I, be the anthem for the hood rats, food stamp recipients with red wigs and 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 jogging pants, like. And and hey and and shout out to you know shout out to our pride people but I feel like those for y'all like I feel like <laughs> like you know and that's you know that's no shot but I man listen bro <laughs> like you just know certain songs you're like bro that's gonna go off over there like it's gonna go off over there damn that's funny I don't I don't remember what which track it was uh, but I kind of got a Jasmine Sullivan esque vibe from her um you know bushing windows out your car type thing type deal. Oh, issues. Um, probably issues. Probably. Probably yeah, I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Um well overall, I, I love Tiana's voice. She can definitely sing, but this this is kind of feels like an EP, just a extended collections of songs. Like it wasn't it it didn't really flow to me. It wasn't album E, if that makes sense. I just I don't know. It's kinda all over the place, in my opinion. I feel that. I feel that. Um you know what? Every once in a while, you can get two great people together and they just it doesn't work. And maybe that's what this is. Like you get Kanye, you got Tiana Taylor. Maybe they just don't need to work together, man. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm not really feeling this. And it, I'll admit, maybe I hyped it up too much in my head. I was really, really looking forward to this Tiana Taylor project. I, I just I don't know, man. I, I It was OK. It was just OK. Yeah. You know, she's the only person with eight tracks. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. realized it. I realized I was like, she has eight. Oh, cool. But you know, 
And I, I think that, that was down. probably an oversight <laughs> on Kanye part because he wanted seven tracks on all of them. He probably forgot to take take one off before he hit upload or some shit. Probably, probably worked that pussy. But I mean, that <laughs> either that, that or song, uh, that song sounds like nothing on the album. Oh like, yeah, nothing, nothing at all. on the album. <laughs> either that or she fought for it. Maybe she was like, "Look, I'm tired. Of, I'm not. I'm not in the seven album shit. Like this is what I want my project to be." Yes. Um, yes. Maybe she had Iman come in there and, and, and tear the studio up. Who the hell knows? <laughs> man. But all right, fellas, man. Uh, so, I mean, favorite standout track on the album for you. We'll, we'll, let's let's leave off on this with our favorite track on the album. Ralph, you first. What was your favorite track? Uh, the Ratchet Side of Me wants to say three-way, but I'm going to go with Never Would Have Made It. Because it seems like a personal song. Like, I mean, and then you're a little... Ju- you're a baby Junie at the end. Oh. <laughs> A writer credit. She got a writer credit. Right. Baby, baby, baby June. I don't know if I have a favorite, to be honest. Damn. I, maybe I need to listen again. Like, and there's no there's no shade to Tiana, but it's just I don't know, man. I wasn't really feeling any of these songs, to be honest. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm, I mean, I'm I'm hurt for, I'm hurt about it because I was really <laughs> looking forward to this album. <laughs> I love Rose and Harlem. I, I don't know what it is about it. It's uh, the beat and the, I I don't know, but that's my favorite favorite track on it. Three ways dope, definitely. Um, I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, it's it's Rose and Harlem. I was, I'm not gonna get all the way into this <laughs> rabbit hole again, man. I refuse. <laughs> yeah, man. Rose and Harlem was a dope track. It just you know I think she was uh was it rapping like like a little bit like mumble little no nothing okay. She was doing her Beyonce impression. I don't know, man. <laughs> All right, you guys, are you guys ready to piss some people off? If we haven't already, <laughs> so we decided. That's, go ahead. No, I was saying that's why we're here. <laughs> so we decided in the lead up to the live show, we are going. We made a bracket uh, of classic oh. albums, sixteen classic albums. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this off the top. The 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 seating was completely randomized. We did not choose this seating <laughs> at all. Uh, I figured I thought this would be the best way to do it. So the albums that are coming against each other just happen to be random. Um, but we are going to every week. We're going to go down. We're going to start at 16. Go down the live show. We're going to name a, a definitive classic rap album uh, that the breaks endorses. Fellas, are you ready to get into this, man? This is going to be stressful. This is going to have... The first round, the first round. Bro. <laughs> this, 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 shit, this shit is crazy, man. So, in the first round, we have Illmatic versus The Chronic, All Eyes on Me versus Prime, Blueprint versus The Marshall Mathers LP, The Documentary versus Kim Richard Die Trying. That's crazy Dang. how that worked out. <laughs> Good Kid, Mad City versus Midnight Martyrs. Straight out of Compton against late registration, ready to die versus doggy style, and liquid swords versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out on this one, man. Um This is gonna be hard to say. So we're gonna go start at the top. Illmatic versus the chronic. Fellas, Johnny. Since you since oh. you should be the most calm, man, you gotta lead this one off. You, you can piss people off first. Illmatic <laughs> Chronic, who what you picking? And this is the original Chronic, not not Chronic two thousand and one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Mm, uh, this is hard, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, mm, mm, man, I don't know. So 
Are we doing like a majority rules thing? Like yeah, yeah. So it's whatever, because it's three of us. So whatever ends up winning between the three of us, man. Fam, I don't even want to explain why, cause, cause this is hard. So can I? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. Let me just go Aomatic. Aomatic. Damn. <laughs> All right, Ralph. What you, what you thinking, man? And you can't give a reason why. It, it sounds like Johnny doesn't want to pain himself, and I can understand because I stressed out about this. But uh, Ralph, what you got, man? Man, I'm sorry, Dre. Illmatic, man. Like, Damn! It's, it's like, I, I, I know, man. We putting up like this. First of all, man, I hate the way this is fucking seated, right? So Illmatic, ten tracks, forty like forty minutes, forty five minutes, right? Something like that. Listen. That album has done so much for hip hop. It's not even funny. But on the flip side, the chronic has too. Regardless of if it may not have been like the lyrical prowess of Nas, right? They're both products of their own like environment. Yes. And they're like, you can arguably say both of those projects are the epitome of their environments. Yes. And you can say this, like Nas inspired a lot of New York MCs off of this. A lot. Just like you can say the chronic birthed the new West Coast. Like I don't oh my god. It's hard. It's hard. It's It's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) We are in the impossible position to pick between Illmatic and the Chronic. So and to start off too at that. Um my pick for what it's worth, it would have been the chronic only because I think the the highs of the chronic are more than the highs of Illmatic to me. And that that's a completely personal thing. Um yeah. and I and sonically, I can sit back and just enjoy Chronic more than I could Illmatic. Like for some reason, if I'm listening to Illmatic, it, it, it that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to be in a certain mind frame where I feel like the chronic you can put out in a house party. You can put out if you just like I think it's a, it's a more versatile album, so the Chronic would have been my pick here. But since majority wins, Illmatic gets the victory here. Damn, 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 damn! This hard. Why? Why I feel Already. like we just we just killed a baby? Like this is, uh, bro, this is horrible, man. Damn. All right. Well, the next one. And this is not going to be. And you know what? People may hear this making the list, but I think definitively this is one that we all agree on as a as a classic. And classics are very personal as well. All eyes on me versus Prime. Some people may frown at Prime being on this list, but I um, I would have put it on the list regardless. Prime is a classic in my opinion. Ralph, agreed. <clears throat> what you got, man? Ooh, oh man. Now the thing is with all eyes on me, it's hard for me to separate. The everything about this album because it was so much. It was like his pop getting out of jail. This is a classic double album, which is very, very hard to do. Arguably, a lot of success, a lot of flow, a lot of great production. Uh, but Prime was something special. Um, shit, <sighs> I feel horrible going here, but for for this, I'm going to say all eyes on me. Damn. Okay. I, all right. I feel it though. I feel it. I feel it. Um, I'm gonna just say F it. I'm picking Prime. Okay. Okay. Prime to me, like All Eyes on Me is absolutely classic. Not saying it's not, not saying it's not one of my favorite albums, but from like Prime, I just I I I enjoy Prime more. It's for it's kind of the same reason I picked the chronic. It's just mm-hmm. as a listen to me, I enjoy Prime more. Like it, it's 
it's not as aggressive as all eyes on me. Um, and I think it's something also that you can listen to whenever, whereas all eyes on me, I'm about ready to stab somebody. So, uh, yeah, prime for me, prime for me, Johnny, you, you, you got, you the tiebreaker here, man. I'm the tiebreaker. You the tiebreaker. (laughs) So I'm just going to say, I'm going with prime, right? So in my, in my defense, in my argument, I'm looking at the collection of songs, right? Um, all Eyes on Me was a double album. The I guess the original Prime, not like the deluxe version. I want to say it was like ten tracks, maybe. I as a as a collection, as an album as a whole, I enjoy Prime more. Like there's not to me, there's no skippable tracks on Prime. All Eyes on Me, it's a double album. For me, is a lot of skippable tracks. So that's why I'm going with Prime. Damn, that wasn't as hard as I thought. <laughs> So wait a second. Just just to make this clear, Prime just beat all eyes on me in this tournament. Probably the first yeah. upset of the tournament so far. Uh, so we're gonna have Illmatic versus Prime in the next round, but we gotta finish Anything this. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> Blueprint and Marshall Mathers LP. This one has might as well have been put on me versus Johnny. I mean, me versus Ralph. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if me and Ralph even have to vote on this one. The vote should just go to Johnny because I'm definitely pick, uh, picking Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, uh, that's the case. We might as well just get Blueprint out of here. Johnny would never vote for Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not lying. He's not lying. <laughs> I mean, I, I, because it resonates. I want to say resonates more with me, but I just enjoy the Marshall Mathers LP more than the Blueprint. Damn. As, I did not expect that. Johnny doesn't like the blueprint, period. So that's why. Like, be honest. That's why you can't. <laughs> I mean, shit. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to deny it. I can make cases for why this album is better, but I clearly the majority rule, so I, I won't even argue. I won't do it. And again, no, we didn't do we didn't do these seedings. They just happened. Yeah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't put a lot of these against each other in the first round. But uh, okay, Ralph, I just want to ask you this, just so we can squash squash your stand status at all. What what on this list would have bit beat Blueprint for you? Blueprint for me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have said Illmatic for sure. Okay. I would have said. Let's say Midnight Marauders. I I'll say that too because I really enjoyed that tribe album. Ready to die too. Now everything else, we I can make a tip tap for it. Like hey, <laughs> I'll go down swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. All right, so we got Marshall Mathers LP going over the Blueprint, which may or may not be an upset in some people's eyes. But the next one, these two people. This, this, this I should have just known that this was going to happen. The documentary versus Get Rich or Die Trying, both the first albums from The Game and 50 Cent, who are still feuding to this day. Um, but, uh, man. I don't want to go first. I don't want to go first on this one either. Who wants to I'll bite the bullet first. first on this one? All right. I got it. I got it. I'm going to Get Rich or Die Trying easily because this meant more for the culture than any album like the documentary. Documentary is a very, very good album. Very good album. I would arguably say that it kept the West Coast afloat mainstream-wise when it was not dying, but it just needed a star. So, but Get Rich or Die Trying, arguably. Like, it's probably one of the best albums of rap, period. Okay. Yeah. That, may, that makes my that makes my <laughs> my uh choice more soothing because I, I'm going to go with Get Rich or Die Trying as well. Basically, mainly because everything Ralph just said. Like, 
the time it came out, 50, 50 was literally running rap. Um, he was in probably one of the greatest hip hop beefs at the time. It's like he came with a fire album. Like, gotta go get Richard Dot trying. Well, I mean, I didn't expect this, but that's a clean sweep. I gotta go get Richard Die Trying too. I mean, A, it was probably one of the best rollouts in hip hop history. Um, on top of that, like just everything this album is basically one of the perfect albums. Even going back, like people forget how much how good it was just because of the craziness fifties gotten into. And you know, as much as he was involved in one of the heaviest beefs in hip hop history at that time, there isn't a lot of shot stone on this. Like he addresses it on one track back down i mean if you count wakes it which was a bonus track on it but i mean that was it this this album is just great like what it meant for the culture what it meant for just to reinvigorate just hip-hop in general in that time and secondly would there even be a documentary if it wasn't for a get rich or die trying because game was on aftermath before 50 signed mm. 50 i mean just just to be real he was sitting there in development hell until 50 decided to start working with him yeah Man. so Get Richard Die Trying. I definitely got to get the pick. This next one, though, dude, this was this was hard as hell for me. One of the all time classic albums versus one of the the Ooh, more right. modern the the modern classic album in in my opinion at least. Good Kid, Mad City versus Midnight Marauders, and I'll go first on this one. <laughs> oh, Jesus, listen, this I did not I didn't make this pick until today. I was listening to both these albums today at work, still <coughs> trying to figure it out. <sighs> As much as I'm an old school hip hop head, man, I'm giving it Good Kid, Man City. Oh wow, Good Kid, Man City got the vote for me here. Who who wants to take it next? (laughs) I guess I will. Um, This this was hard for me too. Um, For me, this came down to, I guess, production. Because clearly, I enjoy both albums. Both albums are great. Both albums lyrically are amazing. it's just to me, one of these albums is better sonically than the other. So I'm going to have to go with Midnight Marauders. Oof. Okay, I actually expected that pick. I expect I expect Midnight Marauders to actually win this one. Um, but Ralph, man, what you got? <sighs> okay. Now, as much as I love Tribe, <laughs> I'm going Kendrick. <laughs> I'm going Kendrick, and this is my reason, Damn. right? Like I, I, I love Midnight Marauders. Come on now, come on now. Let's not do this. Award, award, award <laughs> um, electric relaxation and mm. um, world tour. Probably one of the most sample songs in hip hop. I use sample a sample song, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how, how does that work? But just the album, Good Kid, Mad City, right? We're just pinning these albums together. We're not saying one is trash, one is good. I think I just enjoy the story of what Kendrick did because he made it reminiscent of something that's '90s. You know what I'm saying? He gave us that in 2012. Like, the album literally flowed together. The album was literally a fucking story. Like, so that's something that you don't get anymore. Yeah. So, that's a, that's a fact. I'll give the good kid Man City on this one. Damn. Mm. I did not expect that to pull this one out. I honestly did not. Um, damn. All right. Well, good kid Man City going to the next round. <sighs> this next damn. one. Uh, again, this this is generational classic. Straight out of Compton, late registration. Who wants to take this one away first? Okay, I'll go first. Straight out of Compton is a dope album, right? Mary, uh, it, it it kicked down the doors for a lot of West Coast artists. Gangsta rap has never been the same after this. And think about all you know, 
we'll just focus on Ice Cube since he was the writer. Like he wrote, well, he wrote for Easy E. I ain't gonna say he wrote for everybody else. And he wrote, he wrote for Dr. Dre too. Yeah, and Dre. So <laughs> I mean, hey man, you had a dope collection of you know West Coast MCs and personalities that you know were birthed out of that group. And then Late Registration, a great album by Kanye West. Sonically, it was all the way there. You know, the features, the the guest spots, the you know everything. Like I really enjoyed that. But I'm going straight out of Compton. All right, straight out of Compton. <clears throat> okay, so one of these albums to me just resonates with my soul. The other album is probably one of the pinnacles of hip hop. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with Straight Out of Compton because <laughs> Rap can't believe it. Y'all should have saw his face. <laughs> because this was like the first, well, how do I want to phrase this? This was like America. This was literally America. And I don't mean just black people, white people, Spanish people. Like this was America's look into the hood for real. Like what really goes on. Like this was the blueprint for that. And because of that impact, I have to go with straight out of Compton over, over late registration. And I, I got to agree with you, fellas, is that um, late registration is one of my favorite albums of all time. I just want to say that I love late registration from start to finish. But straight out of Compton, it, Ralph said that it it changed rap. I would go so far as to say it changed music, period. And when something has that type of impact um, and as well as is showing a light to like what was going on in the hood at that time where people just ignored it. Like anytime you have your, your album being burnt on the White House lawn, like it's a classic. So, yeah, yeah. Straight out of Compton, got to get the win here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can stay I, on that all day because this is a pop culture phenomenon, man. It changed changed a lot. Straight out of Compton versus Good Kid, Mad City in the next round, just to keep a heads up, and Get Richard Die Trying versus Marshall Mathers LP. This, this, this next next week is going to be some bullshit. Um, <laughs> all right, man. the next one, the next one we got to go, man. West Coast versus East Coast, Ready to Die versus Doggy Style. And I'll take this one away first. Listen, there's no way in hell I'm picking Doggy Style over Ready to Die. Oh, this period. <laughs> break. I'm not even. Like, I, I was about to interrupt you. I was about to say, hey, fam, I don't think we should vote on this. Like, you pick Doggy Style. I don't know what to say with y'all, bro. Like, I quit the show. I quit the show. Like, I already had to deal with Hooper and get kicked off. Y'all go, y'all go get Ready to Die off here. Oh, Style? Hell no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, ready to die is my pick, man. Um, I mean, if if I need to explain why, you need to do your hip hop research. Like that, 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 I'm leaving it at that, fellas. Anything you guys have to say about this one, or we just gonna go ahead and just just move, move, ready just to move it on just through. Move, just moving on, on through. All right, <laughs> all right. So the next one and the last one of this first round, fellas. Liquid Swords versus 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Liquid Swords coming from <sighs> Wu Tang Clan, man. Coming from the RZA, like it, it's it, to me. I think Liquid Swords, and I, I made this my throwback album of the week last week um, for the Awakened Soul. It, it's <clears throat> it's just it's a classic in every sense of the word, from lyrics to production to the way that the whole thing flows together. Um, keep almost saying SZA, but RZA, um, just everything like the aggression in which he rapped, and like I, I love his rapping voice in general. I don't care if that sounds weird or not. Um, but for 2014 Forest Hills Drive, definitely a classic album from J. Cole. This was harder than I thought it would be. Um, but because it's, it's a one reason because it's the only Wu Tang represented on this, on this respective list. 
But I, I gotta, I gotta pick Liquid Swords, man. And for anyone who's not familiar, and a lot of people aren't, definitely go stream it, download it, whatever you have to do. Listen to Liquid Swords because it's a, it's absolutely a classic album. What's your votes, fellas? Let me make it interesting. Let me make okay. it interesting. I'm just gonna pick 200, 200, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, <laughs> only because this was too hard. And I wanted, I don't want it to be on me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll I'll say this like I I wasn't like all the way familiar with Liquid Swords like I I listened to other Wu Tang projects but this one I was like okay so I listened to this after I listened to Illmatic today probably not the best thing to do so like did you stab somebody no I was just like oh fuck it let me go let me listen to Illmatic oh let me put Liquid Swords on I'm like nah bro this ain't gonna work like it need to something else let me put some little baby on or some shit I'll I'll tell y'all about that after the podcast but. Uh, but it, it's like if I wanted to just say for nostalgia and old hip hop head purposes, I would say Liquid Swords. But this ain't Thirty Six Chambers, so I don't feel bad. So I'm going Twenty Fourteen. <laughs> no, no, no. I quit. I quit the show. I'm done. I'm done. I'm officially done. Y'all finally got me off the show. They they David Ruffin my ass. Like this shit is over with. We should have uh, we should have put thirty six chambers then. I put thirty six chambers. I like I I bow down. Like I would have that to say. Damn. Damn. I mean, we got one of Ralphs out of here. We got to get one of yours out of here too. I, apparently, well, there you go. I mean, two thousand fourteen Forest Hill Drives versus Ready to Die in the next round. Well, fellas, that's it for this first round. This first week in the classic album brackets. Damn, fellas. Damn. Wait till we put this shit out. Wait till oh, we put that man. bracket out. I tell you right now, AJ from what we gonna do is going to hate every pick we made on this. Oh, his list. head gonna explode. <laughs> his head is gonna explode. Yeah. Shout out to Point Dex. I feel like his head gonna explode too. Shout out to shout out to the Pie Father. He's gonna hate this shit. Oh man, we finna piss some people off. Well, fellas, we did it. Uh we 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 made another step closer to naming the definitive classic rap album from the breaks radio but i mean another week down we got to tell the people we got to plug all our shit before we even get into our personal stuff the live show going down herb art st louis missouri july 21st listen yes, be there are you missing out i'm done like i'm you know i'm raising t- ticket prices on all you bitches you know that shit's happening i said it last week i'm saying it every chance i get but other than that be there if you're not there you're missing out and you know what I've been asked if we going I'm gonna send a I'm gonna send a recording of the live show out to, to, to specific people. But for the re- you regular niggas, I'm not posting it as a podcast. Y'all should have been there. We should yeah. we should do this a recap of our own exclusive. shit. Right, we, right. We should do a recap of our own shit. Like <laughs> just talk about it. Like that'll be what happens the next week. <laughs> that'll work. I like that. Damn. <laughs> Damn man, it's exclusive. This ain't um we not um having people you know buy tickets to show up and then we still get y'all the game like this is exclusive people come to see us talk live so we don't want y'all to just hear it you know so that's that's why we want y'all there so come holler at us period point blank but fellas man tell the people where they can find us man what's going on ralph you first oh man the mind of ralph on instagram and twitter yep and uh i'm j-o-n two underscores of the letter b on twitter and I am CEO Hayes at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on Twitter. You can also follow us as a collective, The Breaks Radio on Twitter. Uh, who wants to plug what's going down on July 7th? 
Oh man, the meetup. Hey, y'all, y'all need to come meet us, man. We we trying to have it, uh, have a good time, kick it. If not, me and Johnny and CEO go get drunk by ourselves. But we're doing this <laughs> eight o'clock, Bar Louis, Central West End in St. Louis, Missouri. I think it's one. Don't 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 get me lying. I think it's one Plaza Drive or some shit like that. But Google it. Yeah. But Bar Louis, Central West End, eight o'clock. If not. Me and my brothers just go have a good time toasting up and drinking. So hey, it is what it is. But plus, we giving away free tickets. So you really <coughs> plan yourself if you don't show up. Back. Yes. Sponsored by Black Law and Legal Lies, by the way, this free ticket giveaway. So be there. Yes, yes, yes. Or down next Saturday, y'all plan. <laughs> well, fellas, that's it. This week down, breaks radio. We'll see you lovely people next week. Be at the meetup, be at the live show, all that good stuff. We out. Oh man, this is hip hop. Hands up, if you forever been a hip hop. I wake up hip hop, go to sleep hip hop, dream about hip hop, cause I am hip hop. Oh man, this is hip hop. Hands up, if you forever been a hip hop. I wake up hip hop, go to sleep hip hop, dream about hip hop, cause I am hip hop.